Let us pray. Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and anointed us is God who also sealed us and gave us the down payment of the Spirit in our hearts. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 21-22 through 22. Dear God, I recognize that you are holy, complex, and far beyond my human comprehension, yet you do not keep yourself distant from me. You establish me in you and give me knowledge of who you are. You have even sealed me with your Holy Spirit of promise. I pray you would continue to reveal yourself to me in new and exciting ways, so that I might understand your love and grace even more and be effective in your kingdom. Thank you for being patient with me when I am uncertain. Teach me to humble myself when I think I have it all figured out. In all things may I reflect your glory to those around me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of Scripture through Pray.com's podcast, The Heartbeat of Faith, with Dr. Andrew Farley. Stay tuned after this quick word from our sponsors. Does your money stretch as far as it used to? Most likely no. Here's why. It took 200 years for the U.S. to print its first $5 trillion. Today, Washington has done that in just three years. The problem? Every new dollar makes each of your dollars worth less. Our sponsor, Birch Gold Group, has helped tens of thousands of Americans protect their IRAs or 401ks from the dollar's loss in value with physical gold and silver. Now you can too. Get a free info kit on gold right now by texting the word HEARTBEAT to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you're in good hands with Birch Gold. So get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit now by texting HEARTBEAT to the number 989898. Hi, I'm Dr. Andrew Farley with today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. Today we begin a special series through themes of the Bible, exploring the depths of Scripture in new and exciting ways. My prayer for all of us is that we would see just how interwoven and connected the Bible really is. Our aim is to see that each biblical saga is interwoven like threads in a grand tapestry. Every story, letter, prophecy, and poem is linked to another, revealing a grand biblical universe. With each episode, we tune into the heartbeat of faith. Today, we will explore a simple yet profound question. Who is God? Specifically, what is the Trinity? Although the Bible never uses the word Trinity, the presence of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are peppered throughout the Old and New Testaments. Perhaps the most well-known example is Jesus' charge to the disciples before he ascended to heaven. Jesus sat with his disciples once again at the Mount of Olives. The sun was descending gently over the city of Jerusalem, the men gazed at the temple below with the breeze dancing around them. The eleven remaining disciples sat beside Jesus, listening to him speak on the kingdom of God. For forty days they had been next to him, soaking in every word he spoke. Jesus had also revealed himself to over five hundred others, and they all followed as well. 
There they all sat, listening to their Lord and watching the sunset. Lord, is it time for you to restore the kingdom of Israel? They asked. Jesus gave his familiar smile, still peering into the distance towards the temple. The grass danced around him. It is not for you to know the time or season, Jesus answered. That is for God alone to know and for me to obey. The eleven were disappointed at his answer. Jesus, knowing the fear that was in their hearts, reassured them, Trust in me. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Jesus rose to his feet and turned towards the sun. The wind picked up, causing his robes to flow like dove's wings. All authority that has been given to me I give to you. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. Go and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them what I have taught you, and obey what I have commanded. It can be a difficult concept for us to grasp. God is one, but he also reveals himself throughout Scripture as three distinct persons. Jesus reminded us that when we think of God, when we interact with him and do things in his name, we can do so with the entire Trinity in mind. But images of the Trinity don't just come from Jesus and the New Testament. God's triune nature has been calling out to us since the very beginning. After the revealing of light itself and the adorning of plant life and all of its beauty, God created living creatures. First was the dwellers of the sea and the explorers of the air. All living creatures in the sea and birds of the air were created to roam the depths and heights of the planet. All these things God spoke with the word of power. This was the fifth day, and God saw that this was good. Then God spoke again, Let the earth bring forth living creatures of all kinds. Once again, out of nothingness and chaos, life sprung forth. Beasts of all kinds began crawling, roaming, and grazing the earth. Then God said, Let us make man in our own image, in our likeness, and they will care over the world. So God, with his own breath of life and word of power, created mankind. Did you catch the way God spoke in the beginning when he created man? He said, let us make man in our own image. This was a clue to us that God has always expressed himself in plurality. What a wild and glorious thing for our human minds to comprehend. No metaphor can do the Trinity justice. But we can try and explain it like we would three musicians playing the same song. We could look at them individually, but they're better understood when playing together in unison. God's character is a grand and mysterious song with different layers, complexities, and depth. His anthem is played in the Old and New Testaments. God spoke of himself as the Trinity in Isaiah, beautifully communicating to us his redemptive plan. Come near to me and hear this. From the beginning, I have not spoken in secret. From the time that it happened, I was there. Now the Lord Yahweh has sent me with his Spirit. Yahweh, your Redeemer, 
the Holy One of Israel, says, I am Yahweh, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way that you should go. Isaiah 48, 16, 17. This passage from Isaiah beautifully sings the song of the Trinity and acts as an example of how the three persons of the Trinity sing in harmony with one another. We heard God the Father, Yahweh, God the Spirit, and God the Son, Redeemer and Holy One of Israel. Together, the three persons of the Trinity work to redeem humanity, transforming us from the inside out to be part of their kingdom. When Jesus prays for us in John 17, we once again see the nature of God expressed in the plural. But this time, we get invited into the relationship with the Trinity. Jesus prays that they may be in us. This is what happens to us at salvation. When we believe the gospel, we're placed in Christ, in the Father, and in the Spirit, and the entire Trinity is pleased to have us. Think about it. Wherever you go, there are four of you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and you, in a beautiful union together. We're called to live from this beautiful oneness, us in them and them in us. This also speaks to our safety and security in Christ. We are hidden with Christ in God. We're enveloped in Jesus, saved and secure forever. Join us next time to explore who God the Father is and how His glory is shown throughout Scripture. Thank you for listening to today's Heartbeat of Faith podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode or you learned something new about the Bible, share it with a friend or family member. Download the Pray.com app to hear the Bible come to life and to be further encouraged in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org.